Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. And welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, you can take them, maybe. Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, so uh, my seven-year-old, Miss Ruby Tunes, uh, did something quite sweet. She uh, she gave, uh, it's Halloween, and we live in a neighborhood, a gated area that uh, A, does not have many children at all, and B, uh, you just don't trick-or-treat in. Like, it just doesn't happen. There's no trick-or-treating, door-to-door knocking, ring-ring. There's just the people that live in the neighborhood, there's just like, most people don't want to be known. Uh, it's just on lockdown. Like, cross the board. So there's no trick-or-treating that happens in our neighborhood, which is, like, kind of disappointing when you're a little kid because it's kind of, you, you know, when you grow up in neighborhoods, you know, like when I was a kid where you just trick-or-treat around your neighborhood and off you went, but there's none of that going on where we live. <clears throat> and uh, so my daughter wanted to be able to create and contribute to the Halloween spirit. So she took a uh, pumpkin, like, basket that we had. She took candy corns and chocolates and she made special little Ziploc baggies. And she'd put little things on top of them and then put them in this basket and put it on the sidewalk in front of our house, right on our walk. And wrote her own little note on there that said, please take, you are allowed. Like, that's it. Just please take, you are allowed. Which, you know, was trying to give signal to any kids who would come by that, hey, listen, there's trick-or-treating here for you if you want to have them. Uh, And then we went off trick-or-treating down to uh, a place in Laguna. Uh, called Oak and Brook, uh, Oak Street and Brook Street. It's like this big Halloween party that happens every single year there. And the kids trick-or-treat like crazy and almost every single house is filled with trick-or-treating and it's uh, it's a big deal. Like, it's just a big deal and the kids have fun and we have fun and everybody has fun and the parents are together and it's just a blast. So, when I get, uh, we get back this morning though, or last night, and then uh, this morning I go out to take my other daughter to school and I look in the little pumpkin and there it is. And the pumpkin is sitting right there, a little pumpkin basket. And 100% of all the Ziploc baggies, the candy corns, and the chocolates, and the little notes that she made are still sitting there. No one has taken even one. And uh, I'm sitting there and looking at that, and I'm having this thought. And the thought is this. Just because you give a gift doesn't mean people will receive. And, like, that's, that's the principle for today. Like, just because you give a gift doesn't mean people will receive. Just because you give a gift does not mean that people will receive it. So here's my daughter, and she gives this gift in trick-or-treating. She puts a bucket out in the front. The basket's there, available. It has a note on it, and nobody came by. Then again, our house is on this, like, steep hill straight to the beach, so it's not like like walking up, but there's a lot of people walk up on the other side, but, like, just there's just not traffic that comes by. So I figured there was no chance it was going to be given. But the part about this interesting is just because you give a gift doesn't mean everyone will receive or anyone will receive. It doesn't change the fact that giving a gift changes you. Like, it's just a fact, right? So part of the Core 4 game is about sending text messages and sending a message every single day <clears throat> to your partner and your posterity of honor, love, and appreciation. And just because you say and send a gift doesn't mean they're going to receive it. But it's in the giving of the gift that our game actually changes. There are so many things that you and I are up to inside of our lives and the way that we operate where, where there's a sense that somebody else should be giving us something in return. Yet most of the greatest gifts we've ever given have nothing about coming in return because giving a gift is about you giving. 
And understanding the principle today, which is just because you give a gift doesn't mean somebody's willing to receive. So my question for you is this, where in your world across body being balanced in business, have you stopped giving gifts because you have not received? Like you expected to receive from giving the gifts and you stopped giving the gift and inside of stopping giving the gift, you've actually stopped your ability to feel the reward for giving the gift. This happened many times in my marriage, right? Where I stopped giving because I thought I wasn't receiving. Not recognizing that when I stopped giving, it changed me. When I stopped giving the gift freely, it changed me. When I stopped giving the gift, it actually accelerated the opportunity of not receiving any gifts. But the biggest problem is, is it just changed me. And I came to recognize and realize that giving the gift is always something for me. Whether I create these podcasts here for you. You don't pay me for this show right now. I do it every single day. I've stopped it, I've started, I've stopped it, I've started, and yet why do I come back and do it? Because this gift itself is a gift that I give and you may not receive it, but it's a gift that I give and inside the giving of the gift, I get the gift. So my friends, where's that at for you? Pull out your warm up and your weapon, aka journal your pen, and where in your world are you currently stopping or have you stopped giving the gift because you did not receive and inside of that, you started to affect yourself? Second question is, what could you start doing today to start giving the gift? Literally right now, I'm parked and I'm looking at the pumpkin my daughter put out. It's cute. It changed her. Whether somebody else picked up any candy or not is irrelevant. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, a parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. Hi, my friends. So uh, we are jumping into a little review of the parable of the trick-or-treating and the special little pumpkin that my daughter left outside our house filled with candy with a special little love note that said, you can take these, please. And we reviewed the entire idea that my neighborhood was not exactly the most uh, trick-or-treat friendly neighborhood available in the country uh, because of the gates and the door and the number of people who live there and who lives there and just like it's just not a doable game. But the lesson we took out of the parable was just because you give a gift does not mean the people will receive it. My wife, my daughter offered up a gift to uh, anybody who wanted it. We came back from trick-or-treating and the next morning the entire bucket was still full of candy and the note was just sitting there. She offered the gift and nobody took advantage of it. She offered the gift and nobody jumped on it. She offered the gift and not a goddamn thing happened different with it than just simply offering the gift. So we're gonna take that idea that because you give a gift does not mean that people will receive it. I'm gonna tie that back here into the code and we're moving on into chapter number eight. Relevant focus. What you focus on, you feel. I don't know if you've heard that statement before. I heard that statement for years, over a decade. The very first, one of the first events I went to almost 20 years ago, uh, they said this. What you focus on, you feel. What you focus on, you feel. What you focus on, you feel, which is true in a very deep way. Right, Your mind, your attention, and what you focus on gives you a feeling. Now, you notice in the code, we're dealing with real, raw, relevant results. We're dealing with facts, feelings, focus, and fruit. 
facts, feelings, focus, and fruit. Facts, feelings, focus, and fruit. Like this entire exchange itself and this formula comes down to this, what you focus on, you feel. Like look at the connection of this, what you focus on, you feel. Your focus is a function of what you feel and what you feel is a function of your focus. So we're going to take that idea. I'm going to tie this together with just because you give a gift, it does not mean the people receive it. We're going to jump into the code. We're going to be on page 104, chapter eight, relevant focus. And we're going to give ourselves a little quote from old Ronald Reagan, ex-president of the United States of the United States of America. When you can't make them see the light, make them feel the heat. Isn't that interesting? When you can't help them see the light, make them feel the heat. The coolest part about the code and about the truth is the truth itself is one of the greatest elements for turning up the heat in another person's reality, right? It's very simple. You tell the truth and you are in a land of liars and this weird thing happens. People start to feel insanely high levels of fucking pressure. When you turn on the truth, liars are exposed. When you live by the code, liars are exposed, But it's one thing to turn on this game. It's one thing to experience this game. It's another thing to actually understand how to live this truth. This is where we deal with the idea of focus. Focus itself is the ability to actually zero in on a direct result-driven outcome from having the truth. You can have the truth all day long, but if there's no purpose behind the truth, you can have the truth all day long, but if there's no direction with the truth, you can have the purpose all day long, but if there's no actual intention that makes sense for you for telling the truth, then what's the fucking point? Now, you can live by the code and feel really good and still not get what you want. Notice what I said right there. You can live by the code, you can tell the facts, you can express your feelings and still not get what you want. Why? Because the code itself is a compass. It is a directional tool. Telling the truth gives you the ability to see through things at a level you would not normally be able to see them. Now, this idea of just because you give a gift does not mean that people will receive it is also very relevant to the idea of focus. See, your focus is a gift. Your focus is moving people towards. Your facts and your feelings are a gift, but guess what? Many people are not going to receive them. Just because you're living by the truth doesn't mean somebody else will be. Just because you choose to tell the truth doesn't mean that your wife will. Just because you tell the truth doesn't mean your children will. Just because you tell the truth doesn't mean your employees will. Just because you tell the truth doesn't mean your partners will. Just because you tell the truth doesn't mean the people at church will. Just because you give the gift of the code and living in truth does not mean that giving that gift is something that people will receive. Now, we're going to come to page 104. We're going to read here in verse 6. Your perspective is the way you see the world, an inside view of the facts and rules about how life is. This perspective rotates on an axis of your focus. Most men that I meet day to day do not go around with a strategic focus about anything. There's literally no focus, strategic action in life, just a series of decisions driven by reaction from what's happening to them. Seven, wait. I take that back. There is one focus. How do I continue to tell the stories that other people want to hear so I can continue to be accepted? Eight, there is a driving desire inside of all of us as human beings to be accepted for who we are and feel significant to others, even if it requires lying. We lie so that we fit in to assure that we are part of the group and accepted. Nine, so we tell the people the stories we think they want to hear, not realizing they were lying to us also. 
I was lying. They were lying. Neither one of us were telling the truth. Therefore, what kind of relationship did we actually have except for some fantasy bullshit? 10. We will never have relationships that matter when they are built on lies. Wandering generalities versus meaningful specifics. So that phrase, wandering generalities, meaningful specifics, I'm going to go freestyle now, was something I actually heard from Zig Ziglar back in the day. Um, years ago, I mean like 10 years ago, I was at a, a conference and he was speaking at it and he gave that reference to this idea that there are two thought processes or mental frames that you and I can come from. One is a meaningful specific and the other is a wandering generality. Right, wandering generality are these people who just declare, "I got goals." You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live by the code, but there's no meaningful, specific direction behind it. In this case, we're gonna link up meaningful, specific to the idea of focus. You know, if I have an intention that is meaningful and it is specific, this means that I have focus connected to it. Right, your truth, your facts, the realness of your life. And the rawness of your life, your feelings, these themselves have meaning, but only if focused. Otherwise, your feelings and your facts are just wandering generalities and they don't actually help anyone long term at all. Yes, in the moment, you might feel better because you told the truth. Yes, in the moment, you might feel better because you expressed your feelings. Yes, in the moment, you might have found a place to be able to express what you're feeling. But because there was no focus, there was no progress. So meaningful, specific, and wandering generality, as Zig Ziglar quoted this, right? These two determine how our feelings and how our facts are being interpreted by our focus. But what is it that's ultimately driving our focus? Well, we'll come back to that in a second. We're going to continue over, and I'm going to jump actually over to page 107, uh, verse 38, this idea of focusing on your light. You're crazy and that is awesome in my book. My only suggestion is to learn how to be relevant with your crazy. See, relevancy becomes the focus of your energy. I can sit here with the lights on in the video recording studio, shining bright lights, but they're not burning me. They're just lights. And the light shining from them is focused enough to let me see, but not so focused that they burn me. 39. But if I take all the light from these bulbs and begin to focus them down into a small laser, that same light that didn't burn or do, do much does something now. The bulbs that were simply providing light become a heat that can be cut, that can cut. If you have no focus, we have no relevancy to what we're saying and what we're doing in this real and raw conversation, then it really doesn't matter. Adding focus brings about relevant change. Verse 40, life will not change if you find yourself in a karmic cul-de-sac continuing to loop and loop until you find relevancy in the real and raw experience. So what brings about change then? What brings about the possibility from being a one-dimensional, maybe two-dimensional best man to a four-dimensional liberated warrior king? Relevancy in your life. Okay, I'm gonna go freestyle again. We're going offline. So here's the deal. Like your relevancy is a conversation of focus and your focus is directed upon what you want. So what do you want? Like, what is it that you're pursuing? What is it that you're hunting down? What is it that you're trying to create? What is it that you ultimately want? Do you have a challenge that you're moving towards right now? Could I sit down inside your kingdom software and inside of your war maps? And could I see a specific target across body being balanced and business that you're moving towards over the next 90 days? Can I see a specific benchmark at your 30 and 60 day? Did you do your general's tent this week? Right? Do you have an idea about where your targets are over the next 12 months? Do you have an idea where your targets are over the next 90 days? Like, listen, if you don't know where the fuck you're going, then it doesn't really matter because see, focus 
is linked up to getting what you want. Otherwise, you're just another whiny bitch or whiny man who's saying what? You're just a whiny, whiny, whiny who's doing what? I'm whining by just expressing my feelings and my facts. See, without focus, the expression of your facts and feelings is just whining. It's bitching. It's moaning. With focus, that means that there's an intention behind why you're sharing. There's an intention behind why you're doing this. There's an intention behind how you're going to do this because it's focusing you on hunting down a target that actually matters. Now, just because you give a gift does not mean that people will receive it back to our pumpkin parable. Right? My daughter gave the gift. Nobody received it. Sometimes you're going to give the gift of facts and feelings and people aren't going to receive it. But one of the biggest reasons they don't receive it is because there is no focus. So in this case, my daughter wanted to give something away, but she put the pumpkin in a location where nobody was going to get it. If she'd taken and put it up on a busy street, up on a corner with a sign on it, and there was more focus to it, the candy for sure would have been taken. The end of the focus game is our fruit, but the fruit is the desire of what we want, but the focus is what's helping us ultimately get there. All right, let's come to page 109, and we're going to continue to roll. Um, Actually, we're going to flip over. We're going to go to uh, page 110, and we're going to go living a big lie. Verse 57. We talk about how big and great we want our lives to be while the people around us look at us, thinking we should learn to be content with a good life. Tell them to fuck off. These are the facts and how it feels to search for these things, but you know what? If we don't live by the code, then we can't deal with the crap that occurs in life. 58. So part of the code empowers you to deal with stuff that might be painful from the past or is currently painful in the present. The code helps channel the relevancy you want so deeply and passionately. Most guys are not around individuals where they can be fully honest about this, which is why we have the back book of the Worry Book Brotherhood. Getting honest on irrelevancy, verse 59. Learning to be real and raw helps us get honest about where we are. By the third stage, relevancy is what brings it all into focus. It gives our statements a purpose. No longer just random people running around, dropping off emotional poo babies everywhere. 60, oh well, I just dropped off my feelings. Here you go. 61, oh, I just blew up on you emotionally. Here you go. Why? 62, not because it's wrong, bad, or broken. It's one simple reality. Randomly dropping off your emotions does not get what gets you what you want. It never will and never has. 63, you must be committed to the following conversation. I am willing to do the work about being honest with what I want. I am going to set clear targets to allow me to move towards something so that when I'm feeling things and I want to look at the facts, I can look at the facts of where I'm at and assess whether or not I'm on track. I want to be honest with my feel about the feelings I have. I can do that because my feelings are either accelerating or decelerating me towards that end. 64. In the end, our feelings are either empowering or they're disempowering us to focus and move forwards to what we want or away from what we want. And 65, and so the third component of the code is relevancy. It's what brings all this chaotic circus back together. This emotion into a direct and functional push forward. 66, it says, here is my focus. This is where I'm going. This is my challenge. And I'm going to be honest about my facts and feelings at the level that will support me in getting what I want. 67, relevancy becomes the focus of my facts and for my feelings. And so we sit in this situation as we wrap up this daily fuel. And we look at the following truth, okay? Our principle of the day was just because you give a gift does not mean that people will receive it. And as I wrap up this day of the fuel, I want you to consider that oftentimes the reason that people don't receive it is because you have no focus. So you're doing a good job of telling the truth. You're doing a good job of sharing your feelings, but because there's no relevant focus, people can't actually participate with you. They can't express and receive the gift And so while you think that people might be rejecting your gift of the code and rejecting your truth, 
Maybe the reason that you feel like they're rejecting the truth is because you just haven't spent any time trying to figure out how it's even fucking relevant what you're sharing with them and why it would impact their life to hear it. My friends, here's our summary in a points upon it from General Sent chapter nine. Point number one, there's a driving desire inside of all of us human beings to be accepted for who we are and feel significant to others, even if it requires lying. So lie, excuse me, so we lie to fit in to assure that we are part of the group and accepted. Point two, focus isn't just about what we're wanting. Focus is about being honest about where you are and want to go, driven by what you're seeing about where you actually are today. Point number three, in order to realize what you want, you have to define what is relevant in your life. Recognize that relevancy becomes the focus of your energy. Point four, your feelings are either empowering or they are disempowering you to move forward towards what you want or away from what you want. My friends, we summarize this entire fuel with the following game. Just because you give a gift does not mean that people will receive it. And if you want the world to receive your gift of living by the code, this means you're gonna actually have to focus. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.